0: Welcome to 52 Weeks of Hope. This is where you get to hear how to feel happy, balanced and worthwhile, how to make that lonely ache vanish and feel empowered, confident and secure. I'm Lauren Abrams, and I get to help you feel that magic again since going through my own dark night of the soul by chatting with incredible leaders, healers and change agents who give us their messages of hope after overcoming challenges of their own. And today we're talking to femininity expert, influencer and social media guru, Kat Chanu. Are you ready to truly break out and be your best, most authentic self now? Kat used to be shy, insecure, and just not aligned with who and what she knew she could be. She knew she had to level up and boy, did she. She's now CEO of the Fem Guide with hundreds of thousands of members and teaches you how to own a room and so much more. She's here to give you tips right now, how to level up and transform your life too. I'm so excited to welcome to 52 Weeks of Hope, Kat. Welcome. Thank you so much, Lauren. So glad to be here. Yeah, so excited we're finally getting to do this. Okay, so I know you as a social media maven and I know you listened to my first episode. You called me hashtag relatable, which I was so flattered and I'm just surmising and you have to correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it's because I talk about in there that I was grew up so uncomfortable in my own skin and yeah. things like that. I think that's what you related to. It could be completely different, but you talk about your transformation and how you did identify with me. So I wanted to hear how you transformed. What's the catalyst for that and yes. how you clearly not uncomfortable in your skin anymore
1: thank god i'm not but um no <laughs> it definitely started out that way i grew up and i was moving to a lot of different schools and so like as a little girl i got to a place where i pretty much was like i'm not going to be in the school for more than a year so what's the point of making friends because i'm just going to lose them so i became very closed off and that loner girl and and this is a part of what i related to you is that like feeling outside of yourself that like you have this thing of like, I feel not comfortable in who I am and I want more and I desire more, but something is just not clicking. And that was where I was at. I relied a lot on my brain, like my intelligence and I thought that's going to get me everything I need in life. And very quickly Lauren, Other girls at school were getting invited and asked to take the superstars that were coming to visit us around the school. And I'm over here like, I have the highest grades. Why am I not being picked? And I realized that like my brain smarts were not going to take me where I wanted to go, that there was something else that needed to change. And so this is one thing I'm so grateful for in life was that I wasn't the cool kid. I was the unpopular kid. So I got to watch everybody like literally observe them from the outside and at 16 years old i picked up this book called how to win friends and influence people and i was like Wait, are you saying that I can learn how to make people like me? What? And me just starting on that journey of like self development at 16 years old, being the little kid in the library when all the girls are running out and playing. I'm like, one, I'll get there very once I get to chapter six, I can join them. <laughs> and that is really how the journey began for me. Plus, at the time, I went through something being that my parents, I was living in Ireland at the time. And in Ireland, there were not many people who looked like me or I had a British accent as well. And I just stood out like a sore thumb. And one day my parents were like, OK, we're moving to London. And I'm like, London? I don't know anyone in London. And so they dragged me there against my will. But on the ferry between Dublin and London, I realized something. I was like, no one in this new country knows that I'm shy. No one in this country knows that I'm unconfident or I'm uncool or whatever. And so I can literally just decide today that I'm the cool, funny girl that everyone wants to be friends with. Who's super confident and people just have to believe me. (laughs) So that's really where it started was me realizing that I could shape and change who I wanted to be in an authentic way. And that decision was down to me, not down to anyone else.
0: That's really incredible at such a young age too. Is that how you went into college? A confident person or no, it didn't happen that quick? I started to work. Yeah. By the time I was
1: getting into university, so we call it university here. (laughs) I was actually going through probably the hardest time in my life, mental health wise. I was meant to go study medicine. You know, my parents' dream was for me to be a doctor and that was not what I wanted to do. And so when... And I'm getting Uh, like my uh, high school uh, (laughs) grades, I don't want to do this, but everyone else thinks I should. Yeah. So I remember getting my results and they weren't fails, but they were not high enough. They weren't the A stars I needed. My instant feeling was like happiness because I was like, this is my way out. This is my way out. But just as quickly as that came in, another rush of feeling came in of like, shame and fear and disappointment towards my family and i remember in that moment just wanting the world to swallow me up because it was like i'd failed at what i was supposed to do and i went home and i told my parents and they got very very emotional And my parents, anyone who has strict parents can relate to this. It's like, you're a doctor, you're a lawyer, you're an accountant, or you're a failure. And so that was me. I was like, the failure now. And I was not confident enough yet at that point to stand my ground and say, I'm not going to go do something I want to do because I didn't know what I was wanting to do. So I was like, how can I say I'm not going to do this? And when they say, so what are you going to do instead? I'm over here like, I don't know. So I compromise and I decided to do the sexiest job in the whole world and go study podiatry, which is for Uh, help. uh, (laughs) So within a year, I was basically in a very, very bad, depressed state. And I reached out to my university and I was like, hey, look, guys, I'm going to need some support because I found this new thing that I want to do, which was film, by the way. That was the degree I wanted to switch to. But I knew that like my parents were going to say, no, you're not doing that. So I actually switched my degree without telling them. And when I told them all the stuff I imagined in my head came to life. They were like, you're going to be homeless. You're going to be a failure. You're not going to be able to succeed. No one in this industry looks like you. Why would you want to go into this? (sighs) And this is when I finally had my confidence because I'd hit rock bottom. But as I was hitting rock bottom, I'd also discovered this thing called passion, where I wanted to start a YouTube channel secretly to just do some makeup tutorials. (laughs) And so I got a camera and I realized when I got the camera, oh, I have to learn how to actually use it. You can't just turn it on and shoot. You have to learn about aperture and stuff. And so for the first time in my life, I was going to sleep, excited to wake up just to get to sleep over with so I could start learning again. And I was like, I think this is that passion thing. That everyone's been talking about all of this time maybe we should try this let's just give it a go let's try it and i stuck with it and i stuck with my degree and i will tell you then is when i had confidence because at this point i genuinely believe that there's a chance i'm gonna end up homeless if my like parents kick me out or if things go wrong but at that point i was like even if it gets to that level That will become a part of my success story because I knew intrinsically, and this to me is core confidence, like the confidence we possess inside that no one can take away from us, that everything I needed to succeed, I had inside of me. And so it didn't matter if I'd have to go through a worse situation, eventually I'd get to where I needed to be. And that's when I realized, okay... Now I have genuine confidence, not just the stuff on the outside, the self-esteem on the inside. Yeah.
0: And when you started posting on YouTube, Did you get a following right away? Did it take a long time? I have no idea. Yeah. So when
1: I started posting on YouTube, I actually did very well very quickly and not well in terms of numbers, but I'm a big connector. So I did very well in terms of connections and I applied to this competition, the Phil Unique National Vlogger Competition. And I'm coming in with like no background in social media, just over here at night at four o'clock in the morning filming cheesy YouTube videos (laughs) of me putting on lipstick and singing songs. And I just thought, let me just give this a go. And I gave it a go. And it was like, if anyone knows the NYX makeup competitions, you've got like lots of rounds of like different projects and activities that you had to do. And I remember getting to the final and I thought, This is it. I made it to the final. That's all I need. I'm so happy right now. Like, I'm so grateful. And I was just excited to see which one of the girls would win. And when they said the winner and the winner was me. I remember in that moment, just wishing so much that like I had my family with me because my family didn't even know that I was doing this. I was doing this in private. But when I told my family for the first time, I saw them be proud of me for something that I chose and that I wanted to do. And they were like, oh, maybe she won't be homeless after all. (laughs) That's how the whole YouTube and social media journey began was entering this competition and just going for it.
0: Do they even understand what you do now or they just know that you make money And
1: I think they have somewhat of a concept of what I do. Like they understand that I coach women and I'm on a lot of Zoom calls (laughs) and like the whole thing. They're so supportive now, which is what is amazing. It's done a complete 360. So when I started my YouTube channel, my dad would be the one saying, hey, you haven't posted a lipstick tutorial in three (laughs) weeks. (laughs) And I'm like, you're watching my lipstick tutorials. And he follows me on TikTok and everything.
0: So they're very supportive now that they've seen that there is fruits to the labor. Yeah. So how did you end up becoming a coach for how to be feminine? Did you become this really your masculine side started showing too much? Yeah. Okay. You're nodding yes for anybody watching. (laughs) She's nodding yes. Any woman who's become successful in business knows we become all that. And it's rediscovering the feminine and finding that balance. So how did that Mm. come about? That's such a great
1: question. It started off with, I think we all get to a point where we are striving for something and we get that thing. And we realized that, hey, there's more that I want because now I'm on a new level, I can see different things. And that's what happened to me. My confidence was really high. And I was the girl who's the first to put up her hand. My mentor would call me a coiled spring, like you need a cup, I'm the first person to go grab the cup of tea or go answer the bell. And I was very competitive as well back then. So I was like, if you think about it, I come from trying to get into like the top medical schools in the world. So I'm just like, go, 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 no one getting my way your competition, your competition, all of this. And it really was when I started looking at other areas of my life. And I realized that, hey, the people who, if I close my eyes and I pretend like no one is watching, it's just me, not even Jesus, he's not even here, he's not listening, he's taking a break. And I look at like what I'm dreaming of with no limitations. That wasn't my current reality. And I was questioning why. Why is that not my current reality? It's because I felt like I could not be that kind of woman. I felt like everything I saw around me was you're either the super successful boss babe But you're B1TCH and you're mean and you're tough and everyone hates you. Or you're the nice, soft, girly girl, but you have no hopes and aspirations in life and no one takes you seriously. (laughs) And I couldn't see much examples of, in my world at the time, women who were existing in both. And so what ended up happening was I started studying the kind of people who I wanted to be around. And I was looking at like, oh... Like, I don't have to be so competitive. I can collaborate with people. If I want to be assertive, I don't have to do that in a way where someone walks away with tears. I can do that in a way where they walk away with a smile because they're appreciative, right? My team is always telling me that like, Kat, your feedback is so good. And I'm like, I'm critical in my feedback, but it's my feminine that praises them all the time. So when I give them feedback, that's tough. They accept that fully because they're constantly being pushed up and supported. And that's when the, Things started to change for me was I realized that, oh, I'm confident, but I'm very independent. I'm very much like I can do everything myself. If I get help that somehow makes me weak and less than, I was very much like tough like not nurturing there was not a nurturing bone in me I wasn't soft I wasn't generous I wasn't all of these things and I went back to basics I was like I learned how to be confident I think I can learn how to be feminine because I think in my essence if I'm not putting any limitations on myself based off my age my race any of that I want to be a feminine woman I want to be that kind of person and so I started studying these women and that's how the journey began for me and I saw some Massive changes in my life because I wasn't anymore needing to be the person who's pushing, needing to be the person who's protecting, needing to be the person who's providing. I could stay in my power by leveraging the skills of others by leveraging the support of other people. I could be charming and captivating by being soft and sweet, which is actually more naturally who I am because I'm very soft as butter. (laughs) That's me. And so yeah, then I began sharing this on social media, really just focusing on sharing the things that I felt people weren't talking about. Because in the femininity space, by the way, at the time when I started, it was still very new. People were only just talking about how to attract a man. And I'm like, femininity, so much more than that. Like femininity.
0: It's a feeling, it's how you feel, it's for you. I mean, everything isn't for, yeah. If you feel good, then you attract the level of where you're at anyway. Okay, so for anybody listening, what are tools? Because confidence is huge, and you're like, oh, I don't know, I don't feel good about myself, or I'm self conscious again. It's like, it's this whole weird dynamic. What are things that people can do to feel more confident?
1: This is going to sound so cheesy and what to do to feel more confident.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, affirmations are such a huge thing, and they all sound like an SNL (laughs) skit, and they have since I started them (laughs) decades ago. And I'm like, I've been doing them for so long that, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. This is something that people hear all the time is to make a list.
1: I'm really big on lists because we lie to ourselves in our head. When we're in our head and we're not writing things out, we're not writing things down. Someone doesn't call you. You're now like this person no longer wants to be in my life. Meanwhile, this person's phone is just dead. But you're thinking all the things you know about yourself and all the flaws and all of that stuff. And you start overanalyzing. There's two things that kicked me off on my confidence journey. The first one was making a list. And this list was but it was everything that made me great. From the smallest to the biggest. Whether it was the fact that, oh, today, a perfect example. Today, I dropped some peppers on the floor in the store. And this little boy, because I'd smiled at him on the way in, he immediately got down and started helping me with all the peppers. It was so sweet. And then when we were at the till, I paid for his shopping, right? Because I just thought, like, he's such a little kid. Like, this is too adorable. He deserves it. And writing down something small like that and celebrating yourself like that we don't do that. We don't lift ourselves up. But if
0: our best friend came along yeah, and said, just, hey, girl. Yeah, I was going right? to say when my best friend could rattle off so much great about me and she does or she used to. I don't feel like I needed it like I used to. But I remember when I did. You never forget those really dark times. So that is so great. OK, so that's a great Great tool. And nobody has mentioned that, by the way, in 80 plus episodes. That is so, that's gold. Okay, what yes. else?
1: So, the second thing is confronting yourself. And we get unconfident because we hide about certain parts of ourselves, whether it's about our appearance we won't look at ourselves in the mirror. If it's about our behavior, we won't just accept like this is a part of my personality. And so one thing I had to do, and this was once I'd made the list, this was it, it was just up from here, is I had to look at myself in the mirror and just say to myself, I am the best friend, I will ever have. No one is gonna be an advocate for me more than myself. No one is gonna love me more than myself and no one is gonna respect me more than myself. And how I treat myself dictates to the world how they should treat me. And so when I first did this, it was awkward. Then I had
0: to say, Why is this awkward? Because it's just me uh, in the yeah, bathroom yeah, yeah. alone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the whispering when you live alone and nobody can even overhear you. And you're like whispering <laughs> yeah. with the door closed I, in the bathroom when you live alone. <laughs> yes, right. Yes. When we need, e, we should be just shouting it and just yep. owning it. And so I and have to When You're to in your car, by it. the way, you look in your rear view yes. mirror and shout it out because nobody is paying attention to you. I promise. <laughs>
1: exactly. Like that's a selfish thing in our head yeah, where like yeah. everyone's watching us. It's like, girl, no, no one's really watching right now. And so I had to keep doing that, saying that to myself until I truly believed it. That was the key thing. Yeah. Because you can say it once and walk away, but you have to keep doing it till you believe it inside. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Okay. And then what's the third? So the third one, and this has to do with the confronting in the mirror, is that you have to confront the, un- the things you're uncomfortable about. So for me, it was like my parents at the time, I wasn't happy with my parents and that was holding me back a lot, but I wouldn't look at myself. So I'd feel uncomfortable about my nose or a double chin or whatever it was, wrinkly. I was like, I oh, very wrinkly hands. And so I'd avoid confronting those things. But like, I'm sure you've had that situation where maybe there's something that would be perceived as a flaw in someone and someone brings it up and you hear how they respond back. And now all of a sudden that person is so sexy. Like someone tried to make a joke to me once it was a bunch of boys we were playing some games <laughs> and they said, you look like Oprah. And I just responded back because I knew what he was trying to say was something negative. But I reframed how I saw it. So I said to him back, so what you're saying is I look wealthy. And he tried to come back again. He was like, no, Oprah is older than you. You look older than you are. And I was like, so what you're saying is I look very wise. Mm-hmm. And in that moment, that was me accepting like I am who I am and this person is trying to attack me for it. But because I've accepted this is who I am and I love who I am and I look at myself every day in the mirror, or I understand that I'm low in conscientiousness and I build my world and my business and my team around that. No one can then come and try to bring me down because I've decided I'm happy. I'm proud in who I am. And so you can make a joke. But I'm always, when something negative comes up, I always reframe it. What's the positive? And when you learn to do that for yourself, you keep that confidence going up and up and up and up.
0: Who were you around that would say something like that to you? I'm like, you I was playing games. games. Okay, I know. Like, Who? Yeah, One light of protection around you. Exactly. Although I did interview somebody. I think she said a rose covered. And I was like, whatever color. I was like, okay, good. Whatever yeah. color works for you. You know. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That. Yeah. That
1: protection. Yeah, I got out of that environment yeah, after good. that. It was Ooh. like, no. And then I think also for me too, at this time I was already in my feminine. So the old me would have come like shouting, biting back, trying to pull them down, drag them for their appearance. But I was like, I'm secure in myself. I'm also in my feminine. So someone in their masculine energy is gonna come and they're gonna protect me. And that's exactly what happened. That person got kicked out of the room and they weren't allowed back in. So that was a moment for me, but also a moment where I realized, like you said, I need to protect my energy and protect my space and protect my time. And no one should be getting to a stage where they could even talk to me like that because they're in my space. Yeah, definitely, <laughs> that's good.
0: And then I love your post yesterday. And I'm just gonna say, it, cause it's got a bunch of affirmations. They're just fabulous. I'm in tune with my divine feminine energy. I'm awake to precisely what I need. It's written a little bit different, but I just loved mm-hmm. it. Deep within me is divine intuition that knows no limits. I see signals from the universe. The beauty I have is reflected in my thoughts, actions, and environment. That's a big leap from where you come from, yeah. really is. And it's very evolved. So how did you get to that? Is that just from having worked this over a period of time? It's. I will put it down to, I call these silent mentors.
1: Silent mentors are people who we have in our life who mentor us who don't even know that we exist. And they can exist through courses and books and programs. And for me, a big book that I love that I read was The Secret. And there's also another book called The Power of the Tongue. And it really highlighted to me how, like it's proven by science, like what we think in our brain we then act out. And of course we know how we act shapes the world around us. And so my formula for life is thoughts times actions equals destiny. And as a nerd, when you bring science into it, it's easy for me. I'm like, oh, you wanna change the destiny? All you have to do is change the other parts of the equation and we can play with this equation to get exactly what we want. And so at a certain point, I realized that it doesn't matter what actions I'm taking. If I'm not thinking the right way, if I'm not thinking as if it has already happened, then it's like taking minus one times a hundred, you end up with minus a hundred, not plus a hundred. Right? So I started really paying attention to, I'm going to speak out into the universe, what it is that I desire. And then I'm going to act as if it already happens. And as a result, It starts to happen and all of a sudden you're like, oh my gosh, it works. It works, but it's that thoughts times actions equals destiny part purposeful action exactly yeah
0: and then i read that i guess it was part of the post like even i forgot this like is my mind a sieve are we built this way as humans like what how can we forget that this is what we do for a living like what i've been doing this so what happened
1: oh now we're getting deep so this happened actually in the last three months and i think it started from me Losing direction of my purpose and what I want to do in life. And so my personality type is I'm like a quick yes person. I get excited easily. You say, "Cat, let's do this. I'm already like, okay, so what date and what time? <laughs> All of this. And so naturally, when you work on yourself, opportunities come your way. And that's what started to happen to me. And an opportunity came my way. And I said, yes too early and because i said yes too early and i didn't give myself time to really think about it i started my time and my attention and my energy started shifting towards this other direction and it was in the opposite direction of where i was trying to go so it actually put me in my masculine for three months And that was hard. That was hard for me to even confront because I'm here like Miss Femininity Expert and I'm operating my masculine energy. it was great because it reminded me about what I do when I got out of it. But for that three months, I was such in a place of just go, 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 do, do, do. I wasn't even thinking about what I'm doing taking me. And I needed my own coach. Last three months, me working with my speaking coach on non speaking things and just getting back in touch with what is my purpose here and who do I want to serve and how do I want to show up in how I serve? Because I started the Fem Guide in a very strategic way. I started the Fem Guide in a way that I, because I know I want to get married, I want to have children. I knew that I want to do this in a way that. My life can facilitate that and my business helps that rather than my business taking away from that. But I was starting to do things in business that was pulling me in the opposite direction and my mental health was starting to get affected as well. And so, the last thing I'm thinking about is what affirmations am I saying today? And am I going to sit down for an hour and do stretchings and get in touch with my root chakras? I'm over here like, did we get the deliverables for this? And have we talked about this? And what's going on? And all of these things. At one point, I started to see the physical effects, and our body will scream at us when we're not listening. And for the first time in my life, I got eczema. And my doctor and I are here like, well, typically it's children who get eczema. This is coming from nowhere. I'm like, is it my pillows? Is it my sheets? Like, is it the perfume oil I'm trying? And stress. he just said to That's me, stress, stress. And that was a wake up call for me. It's funny. I needed that to wake up, but I love my skin. So I was like, oh, <laughs> <need the> <laughs> so it got to the point where my coach said to me, cat you have been in your masculine energy for the last three months and so when you're coming back to me and you're saying i don't know why my content is not resonating and i'm not feeling inspired it's because you're not in your natural energy where you thrive and she said you need to go back to basics you want to create content close the blinds turn on your colored lights put some candles on put some music get your fur rug sit down and get in touch with your feminine and I kid you not, like it was almost like relearning myself and getting back to that and then switch from the masculine to predominate my feminine again, just how I was showing up everyone was messaging me not just you look great because that's the first thing that everyone sees because they when you let yourself go that's the first thing but it was like your energy is different and i feel so connected to you and all of these things and i was like wow and that's why i went back to do that post and say hey part of what's helped me get back into this place is doing my affirmations and setting my intention isn't it
0: amazing it's like oh yeah i forgot to do all those things that make me feel great and who i am and (laughs) all the things that make my inner light shine and make me look even more beautiful. Like So amazing. So (laughs) how did you come up with the Femme Guide? How did that (sighs) come about? So the
1: Femme Guide, oh yes, actually it's a love story I love to tell because I was working as a social media manager while at university, plus making films on the side. I was doing a lot, but I still wasn't satisfied. I was still like, I need something more. And I've always loved the social media I was producing for the company I was working for they were helping young people get into advertising but I felt this and this is like my intuition speaking I felt this pull in my stomach that I was like I want to share advice but it's not going to come across through some quotes or some text like I want to be able to say if you want to get the job like here's what you do boom 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 but I couldn't do that for the other company. And so I decided I'm just gonna play. And that's a big thing for me. I always love to play and experiment, how I get in my feminine as well. And I just started making these like videos. But a thing about me is I was like, ladies, I do not give advice in the DMs. Like I'm just too busy for that. And so one day the 16 year old girl comes along who's been following me for some time. And she was like, Kat, do you have this thing where I could like pay to talk to you. And I was like, I do now. (laughs) I do now. (laughs) So I go away and set up a little business PayPal. And at this point, like I'm earning close to minimum wage at work. So I'm like, this is my opportunity to charge whatever the hell I want. I'm going to be like a phone operator and I'm going to charge a dollar a minute. <laughs> that was it started. was literally a young girl coming to me and was like, hey, can I just chat to you for 10 minutes? And I ended up speaking to this girl for an hour. And my students know that's what I'm like. It was like, I over deliver. But she came to me. Her question was, I stick out in school and not in a good way. I want to get into this like community in my school. How do I get in? And what's like the best hairstyle for me? And how can I like change my life? Because I don't like my laugh. And I was like, oh, this is easy. I can help you with all of those things. And she came back to me. And she was like, I've been invited to travel to Paris to interview a politician from my school. I got invited to the club and she had all of these success stories. And I shared it online and I said, hey ladies, like, you know, this is a girl who I've helped. If you just get intentional about going after what you want, you can achieve it. And so everyone starts messaging me. It was like, Kat, yeah, we know we need to get intentional, but we need the steps. Cause everyone's out here telling us, you know, to be more feminine be charming and be confident and be seductive. And they're over here like, yeah, thanks. I never thought of that. Like, that's really helpful advice when really what they wanted was the how to be charming, how yeah. to be sensual, the exact steps. And so that's how the Fem Guide began. I just initially was meeting people on Instagram live privately, and we just have a one-on-one conversation. And then it grew to where we are now, which is I have coaching programs and different courses and do private one-on-one coaching. So it just really started off. This is a big thing for me, by the way, is just saying yes. It started off with just me just saying yes.
0: Yeah. I mean, if the universe presents it to you, say yes. That's yes. so good. So what's the hardest challenge you've overcome and how did you do it? It's probably standing up for
1: myself. Like I said, I'm a very, I have a very soft personality and and naturally I lean more towards people pleasing and coming from the kind of family I have, like everyone has high expectations and you're told you're the best, but you need to, you better be the best. You better be the best in everything. And my things with my family was probably the hardest one, even just saying like, I'm not going to medical school and making that decision without them. And the guilt, that's one thing I learned. I felt a lot of guilt and shame and like I was disappointing everyone. And I can pinpoint literally the moment my life changed. And it was that moment when I was like... I'm not going back like I've left this degree and everything I do is for me moving forward and no one else. But that was so hard for me to come because I'd moved around so much. So everything I knew was my family. Like I didn't have friendship circles like everyone else did. And so it was like I was risking the most important thing for me. But once I decided to choose me and say anyone in my world has to accept me or not be in my world, that was when I was able to grow because now I'm not pretending to be something. I'm showing up in authenticity. That's so good. Yeah. Do you have a message of hope you want to give? My message of hope is to anyone who's listening, who has a dream, who has desires that they want in life, that they think for some reason it's not for them, whether it's because they don't see people like them there or they feel like they don't have the skills or they're not valid to just decide that you're going to apply that formula this is not about you anymore. It's literally about science now. You're going to go ahead and you're going to apply that thoughts times action formula and rely on that instead of relying on ourselves because sometimes we disappoint ourselves. But you're going to rely on this formula and just go after it and keep tweaking and keep adjusting that formula until you get exactly what you want. Just hope and have faith that formula will work in your favor that's so good and how do you help people tap into their intuition so the intuition piece is a big one and for me it starts with introspective awareness introspective awareness is like can you feel where your body is at because your intuition comes through your body so when it comes to that piece you want to give yourself time to sit down and just get present. You can't even listen to your intuition if you don't have a moment of peace. If you don't have a moment of quiet in your day, you're not giving yourself time to even tune into that frequency. So it all starts there. No matter what you do or how busy you are, you deserve to give yourself at least 15 to 30 minutes a day of just absolute peace and quiet and you time and really think, what do I want? Where's my energy pulling me towards today? What's gonna make me happy? What do I want to work on?
0: Kat's laughing right now because she's hearing herself. I want you to know when she started talking, she was like laughing, hearing herself. I just want anybody who's not watching this, who's probably most of you, she's very much hearing herself talk. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) I should have been talking to myself. She started laughing as soon as she started answering. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay. I just have to ask, what's the most common question that people ask you It might be, how do I put lipstick on, but I'm, is it? You're you're (laughs) nodding, yes, is it? have (laughs) lipstick on? I'm just curious. It's not
1: even about the external appearance. It's usually they ask me questions that they know the answer to, but they need permission. They need someone to tell them that you can go and do this. So it's usually about them having to make a switch, a decision in their life that's going to have a big impact on where they're going. And they come to me and they're like, Kat, I'm thinking of doing this or I'm thinking of doing this. What do you think I should do? And my answer is pretty much always the same. It's like, pick the harder one because you're staying in the easy one because it's comfortable and you're gonna stay here, but you wanna go here and you know, you have to
0: get a little bit uncomfortable right now. Yeah, can you imagine you yeah. were a doctor and look how happy you are <laughs> doing what you are now. It's like you need somebody to say, oh, it's okay, you don't have to be a doctor. Yeah, why'd you go be an influencer? You would've been like, what? You never would've been this. <laughs> I literally,
1: I am very grateful. I had one person in my life And her perspective on life was very different because she came from a very different background to me. So she had a lot of things that were given to her. Because of that, she had a lot of entitlement. And I needed someone with entitlement to say, this is not okay. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. you're right.
0: This is not okay. (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm. A lot of times we know what we want and we know what we need.
0: But we need permission from someone else to go after it. Yeah, it's so true. Oh, this was great. And we'll keep the conversation going a little bit more, but at another time, we'll be live streaming. So, thank you so much for being a guest today on 52 Weeks of Hope. Thank you so much for having me. This is probably my favorite podcast interview. You know how much I love you and what you do. So, I really appreciate you having me on today. And you know how much I love you. She's amazing. All of her contact information, everything, all her links will be on the website.
1: Fantastic.
0: I hope you enjoyed this week's episode and take with you cats messages of get uncomfortable. Do whatever it is that's uncomfortable. Take the harder route this time and really challenge yourself. Also to be authentic, be your authentic self. Also to take purposeful action. Such great messages to take into your week ahead. Tune in next week for another amazing episode with Dominique Zenden. Did you know you put out a unique aura around you? Since he was a child, Dominique's had the gift of seeing others' auras as well as what we call paranormal gifts. You get to hear next week how your aura affects others and how you're seen and felt. He's the author of seven books, a radio, television, and podcast host, and just a whole lot more. You get to up your game and your life when you hear Dominique next week. He also teaches you how you can see and feel others' auras. So it's just very fun. You'll enjoy that next week. If you've been doing any self-sabotage, you can find out why at the website at 52weeksofhope.com where there's a new quiz. When do you self-sabotage? That's on the website at 52weeksofhope.com. If you're driving, you can just text 52HOPE to 66866. That's the number 52HOPE to 66866. You can send me a message there and you'll be connected that way. Then you can get reminded be on the list and find out everything that's happening and be in the know cat and i are going to do a live stream you can find out when that's happening if you're enjoying the podcast be sure to share the love and tell two of your friends i'm lauren abrams thanks for listening